This episode of the Business Samurai Podcast is brought to you by Lamar Marie Popcorn. You can get now one bag and get a second bag for half off with the code BARKER at checkout. So if you like your snacks a little sweet, a little salty, a little mixture of both, go check out LamarMarie.com and all of the flavors that they have for your next snacking sensation. That is LamarMarie.com with code BARKER at checkout for buy one, get one, half off. Welcome to the Business Samurai Podcast. I'm your host, John Barker. Today is our first real episode of, it's more of an opinion, I would say, versus an educational thing, and I thought it was a good way, as I do management consulting, of 12 reasons why you need a consultant. And not everybody does. I think there's periods when you're in some growing and learning phases that you actually do learn quicker by failing on your own as you're starting to build things. But as the company starts get, getting hold, you're getting into seven figures or multi seven figure revenue streams that I did. you've been in the weeds so long, it's hard to extract yourself from them as a manager of uh, maybe a team or even the owner of the organization of itself. And, it's, and you want somebody that's not boboed Bobo's uncle's brother's sister's advice he heard once from a TikTok video coming in there to assist you once you've reached that level. You want somebody that's been there before, has the credentials, has the experience to back that up. So these are in no particular order. And it's my reasons why I think once you get to a certain level that it's good to have an external consultant to be able to bounce things off of. So let's blitz through these real quick. Number one, you get to accelerate the learning curve. In business, time is money. And the faster to be able to break through a plateau, figure out a bottleneck, is finding someone with the experience to be able to do that. And it's harder to do that with somebody that's internal if you're so up close to the problem. And the person with the experience can help guide you through there at a much, much faster uh, pace, fix things faster, and make you more agile in the process but by having that experience and accelerate your learning curve as a business owner. Right, number two, it's rise above corporate politics. I've seen a, a lot of corporate politics in my life where there's power struggles internally. There's dynamics that as somebody coming in and you're viewing this going, oh, no wonder you guys are struggling. There, there's maybe a leadership structure problem. There's a, a bunch of things, but it essentially it comes to personalities fighting each other. And as a consultant coming in, it should be all about the mission, all about getting value-based outcomes and breaking up those log jams because you're not subjected to them. You're only beholden to whoever brought you in, typically the ownership or, or, or executive team, C-suite, to come in and solve those issues, not get mired down into the weeds of the corporate politics between maybe two teams that are infighting. Number three, and we've alluded to this before, they're an expert advisor. They got years of experience, specialized training in what they do. I think tax accountants, CPA firms, you may not need one on all the time. So you go find the one that has that experience that can help you get through there through a process. In in my case, I'm I'm certified and degreed in, in business and project management and cybersecurity and technology and being able to pay, bring all of those together under the umbrella of smoothing out business operations to help you scale. So if you've never done that before and you find yourself in a rapid growth situation, you've reached a point of going, I'm stuck and we flatlined here. You want somebody that's got that years of experience to be able to come in there and say, Okay, we see what you got going on. Here's where the problems are at. Here's where the bottlenecks are at. And you're going to hear me use the term bottlenecks quite frequently. Here's how we're going to break through those. 
again, going back to the experience, they bring industry best practices. I'm part of PMI, Project Management Institute, with a PMP certification. I mold that to as a best practice to project, to a team. I'm also now taking that and applying it to the organization as a whole. Think of it like portfolio management. You may have a, a couple lines of business, a few revenue streams in there. What is that in, essentially? It is a portfolio management process for your business where you've got accounting, you've got budgets, you've got internal, external stakeholders, you've got communication plans. So you want industry best practices that can be molded to fit your situation where there are no, I don't want to say there's right and wrong to what to what you're trying to accomplish, but there's probably most efficient and resources will help you get there, but you want to align it to, a good person will align it to a good standard. Number five, I could, execution oversight. Again, going back to the PMI, PMP thing. If you've got something uh, that uh, a consultant is helping you with, they can provide the oversight. They can provide the structure for your team to execute those projects and ensure the changes that you're looking for are enacted properly, fast, in the way that they need to be, again, for you to get success. A nice view of the forest. Consultants are not the firefighters. They bring in a fresh perspective and they get your mission back on track. This is something I've seen before where the company, they again, you're starting to get, you're hit, you've hit seven figures, you've hit $3 million, $5 million, $10 million. And the, the ownership, the team is so ingrained on firefighting, fixing that next client, the growth stagnates. And it's good to be able to have somebody come back, bring that fresh perspective in there, and be able to uh, sit there and go, hey, all right, guys, you, you got to keep pressing forward. Yes, you do got to do the firefighting, but s there needs to be some time dedicated to setting up to take you from that 10 to 20 to $50 million range by putting in the frameworks in there and recognizing where you're getting stuck. Seen this, quite frankly, I've seen this a lot as well. They are an agent of change. You do not want to bring a consultant into your operation to sit there and just pat you on the back. They're recommending new advice is pretty much the exact definition of what a consultancy is when you go look that up. So don't engage with an agent of change if you're not ready for the change. And in my case, I'm getting ready to implement uh, a pretty extensive uh, questionnaire because as kind of purposeful friction. I know some other people that are that have done this to great success because if you are in such a state of needing change or you think you do, if it's that, if, if you found somebody you truly trust and it is that painful for you, you'll go through those steps. And that's one way for me to vet that you truly want the change that you're speaking for. Not a pat on the back, not getting caught up in your internal dynamics, but you really want to make things. A consultant will assist you in navigating the decision-making process. Uh, a decision unmade is a stressor. I there are people that I know that run small businesses that will sit there and not make the call that they know they need to make. I, I would say I'm even guilty of this at times where I've reached out to other people and say, what do you think? And they're like, you know what you need to do. Make the call. Why did you wait? And so they can help you work internally to, to, to combat that struggle or bring your teams together to reach a consensus in the direction you need to go. But at the end of the day, it is still your decision. There's been times that I have been brought in where I did not feel comfortable. I was like, they wanted to offload the decision-making to me. And it's, it's not my company. It, it's This is what I would do if I was in situ your situation, and here is why. 
but it's on you as the owner or the leader of your team or your department, depending on how someone like me is necessarily engaged with you to go, you're the one that have to live with this day in and day out. It's still your decision at the end of the day, but I can assist you with making the decision that you feel is best appropriate for you. Pattern recognizer. This is what is great about having somebody outside of your organization come in to help break up again, those log jams. Having been and worked in over a hundred environments, I can sit there and and now I, friends of mine used to joke it with me that I could almost predict the future, but I had seen these patterns of behavior. And right now I feel like that's a lost art. There, there, it's one of the times, it's one of the reasons I started the podcast again. It's so you can take the principles that somebody may be doing in a marketing company and apply it to your software as a service company. That there are principles that are inherent to go, oh, that works. How can I take that principle, that framework and apply it to what I'm doing that's making them successful? And And that is what a good consultant can do after having been in a bunch of environments. I have met a lot of people that have worked in gigantic organizations where the a, what a job that where I would have like 20 responsibilities, that person had only experienced the one. So they didn't have that pattern recognition ability and that ability to apply those principles. So uh, a good consultant will have had that experience. They're going to bring other industry connections in there. So in my case, I don't like doing compliance work with cybersecurity. I like when in, implementing the cultural changes, and I still would like to find another word for culture. When somebody comes in saying, you got to be compliant, and here's your NIST 800-171, you got 100 controls, and there's three ways that you got to va- validate these things. But the company in and of itself operationally is immature. The tech is not in place. There's no standard operating procedures everywhere that coming in out of the gate with that is going to freak them out. So in my case, I like to come in, let's evaluate, make sure the business ops are because let's put in the SOPs. Do we have the tech start molding in those cybersecurity requirements that you will need to be compliant on? And then when push comes to serve, I've got a Rolodex of people. The only thing they do is compliance to certain frameworks. So it makes their jobs easier to be able to come in here and do those sign-offs and to get you across that threshold. If I've worked in there at a broader scope, getting your mindset, not freaking out when somebody comes in there with the heavy hammer, which is something that I typically see now in the cybersecurity industry, because there's the big delta between small businesses and the big large ones. And everybody has those experience in the big large ones, but we need to bring that and scale that down to the small ones. So anyway, it's bringing in the industry uh, experts as needed in a deep dive niche, as well as being solutions agnostic. In my case, I am not adhered to any one of the Rolodex. It's finding the one that suits you. I'm not going to sit there and shove a particular software solution down your throat, but I probably will have recommendations for that. Another reason for an external advisor or consultant coming in is they can be long term if you've got a trusting relationship in or get in and get out. There, there's no commitment based on that. So there are times I've been brought in to do a very specific short-term project that may be just weeks where I'm specking out the strategy of something. And there are other times, like with a, a hand, uh, handful of clients that I have now, where maybe I started out on that initial engagement, but now I'm just the trusted advisor that I keep in contact with them. I know what is going on within the business and they know they can reach out to me with questions or we set up dedicated times to do little check-ins to see what's happening, to see what is there a new initiative we need to take to get you to the next level. But there's no commitment either way. I've done both and other people do both. So 
that's an advantage of having that. And also allows you to find somebody that that fits your company personality. Because there's times where I've had a client where I'm going, all right, I want to get through this. They're not necessarily a fit for me, but maybe they're a fit for somebody else I know. So I definitely live in the realm of collaboration versus competition because not everybody's a fit for everybody. The last one, most of the time, you don't need to be taught something new. You just need to be reminded of it. I can't tell you how many times I've watched a YouTube video or how how often I've read a book and I'm going, oh yeah, I forgot. So a consultant in a lot of times will just remind her of things you forgot along your journey because you've been so deep in the weeds. And that's what helps them get you, you get you pushed out of the rut that you're in and go, remember, this is what you initially said. You've got stuck in, in this path. Let's get you back on the growth trajectory by doing X, Y, Z. So a lot of times that's not bringing something new. It's just reminding you of where you wanted to go. Again, just a quick wrap up. Those are 12 things. They're not in any particular order. Not everyone needs a consultant. I'll probably do a reverse list uh, of this at some point down the road on the circumstances I, I or the companies and teams I don't think need that. And also they help when you get stuck. And that's one of the best things that, that you can ever help hope for is to have someone that you can call to say, here's the issues I'm dealing with personnel. I'm stuck. These processes are taking too long to be able to identify that and get you on the path that you want to go. So until the next one, I'm John Barker. Appreciate it. This is the Business Samurai Podcast.